I guess I'll go. Uh, welcome to the Oddity Film Society podcast for November 17th, 2021. It is currently 2.24 in the p.m. Uh, we are coming to you from E.L. Crosley Secondary School in Font Hill, Ontario on Highway 20. Later on, we're going to talk about uh, Frank. It's a movie yep. with some paper mache. I like uh, movies. Excellent. Good. Do you like movies? I do like movies. It's almost like we're in a film club. <laughs> we should start a film club. <laughs> Whoa. What should we call it? <laughs> club to film? I like no. that. No. 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 <laughs> I, I kind of like club to film. I'll stop liking it. Anyway. Watchy watchy, watchy watchy. Oh. That's perfect. That's a I'm bit watching. of an improvement. Yeah. Okay. okay. Name change? Question mark. Oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> what are we changing? Give a video. Oh, good uh, point. oh yeah. Just name. I think that the volume was really low on that. I'm gonna try to increase it. And see if that improves like, anything. That works. Yeah, we could just yell at you. Yeah. Maybe. I don't. Okay. I don't talk Whatever. Uh, we'll make do with what we got. Uh, so I am Anderson. I am Ella. I'm Brayden. I'm Eli. I'm Kewen. I'm Emily. I'm Jessica. And I'm Wookie. And uh, what are we talking about? We just watched the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. It's so good. Eli is uh, vibrating with excitement. <laughs> well, okay. There, my sister and I watched it this morning when we were getting ready. Who is more excited, you or your sister? We're both excited. Okay. She's like addicted to Tom Holland though, and I kind of like implied that he was a bad guy during my uh, literacy test. Okay. He's not though. I hope not. <laughs> That'd be Did, bad. Does she um, know that you badmouthed him I on did. the literacy she test? Does. Yeah. And I implied that he was bad because you don't really see people actually like how they act. You only see them in videos, so they could be putting on like a face or whatever Most people like somebody face. else's face yeah like does he just have a acting. spare one at home like like somebody's face that he carved you off of him, somebody's you body him, you see him acting as spider-man mm-hmm. but then if you just see him like walking down the street with like no camera he could just be a douchebag yeah that's everyone like every actor ever that was my whole thing I think for like the literacy nice. test because that was like my question like are actors or influencers a good role model and no. I went with no it just seems it has way more points. I had to do that for my literacy test. I wrote no too. Yeah, well, no's the answer, yeah. but like, you can still look up to them. Well, it depends on them. what you think a role model is. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's it was like actors. Well, actors. Like a positive role model. Like, just because they're a role model doesn't mean yeah, they're positive. Exactly. Yeah. So. Okay, so I'm interested in this addiction that your sister has to Tom Holland. <laughs> Um, first of all, what would we call that addiction? Sad. Okay. Sad. <laughs> well, no, I have that. in her room for hours at a time. And she wasn't like a Marvel fan when they came out. I just told, I just suggested it to her. And then she watched all of them in order. Like when they came out. And just giving, so she could get to Spider-Man? Just so she could act, enjoy, uh, Endgame. Okay. Well, like, she already watched Endgame. She just wanted to actually know what was going on. Uh, she skipped movies. Thor. I thought you said Dark. she watched them in order. 
Well, she clearly, she's a liar. Okay. She well, she didn't tell me that. You, you did. Yeah, so you're, you're a liar. <laughs> she watched them in order. That's what she always says. Then I say, it's not in order if you skip Thor and Thor the Dark World. Does and I'm pretty sure, like Liam, wait, pretty sure Ragnarok, too. Which Chris. Chris. Does she just Chris. not like Chris Hemsworth? I don't think so. Uh, but she really likes Spider-Man. I really like Spider-Man. And I'm really excited for this movie. <laughs> okay. Does anybody else have an addiction to Tom Holland that we need to address? I used to. Okay. I'm over it. How, how did you how did you beat that? You could be maybe a role model for oh, no. other addicts. I, I, just, I just found a different celebrity to <laughs> okay. over. Who is it now? Oh, well, I, right now it's nobody, but it used to be Matthew Gay Googler. I don't know who that is. Criminal Minds, Spencer. I don't care about that. Okay. <laughs> you asked! So you solved your addiction by finding another addiction. Yes. But then you gave up on your addiction? Yeah, currently there's okay. no, like, celebrities that like. Okay, so is the key to go from, like, a movie celebrity to a television show celebrity? Maybe. And then, like, yeah, it's kind of like you're going down. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, so it's like going from morphine to, like... Cigarettes? Sure. sure. And then it goes to like YouTuber. You find a like, YouTuber you're obsessed with, and then like an Instagram. Is that where you are? No, I don't watch much YouTube right now. I, I just, yeah. Oh, is that the person? Well, that's where I am. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you find an addiction to replace that re- addiction that is lesser. Yeah, just Okay. Yeah, I think it's going to be hard. It's like stairs. Okay. Yeah. We can help your sister. Yeah. I, we can create a support group. Mm-hmm. Like, she gets home. Like, she like, watches a- Netflix a- in her room. <laughs> she makes oh, dinner, and then she goes back in the room. Unless she has to work. Does she make dinner for everybody or just for yeah, herself? Yeah, it's our parents have like each of us have like our own chores. I do laundry. She mainly cooks, but we all get like paid for it and stuff. Hmm. So if I need extra money, can I come to your house? Yeah, you can make and us do all some dinner. work. Yeah, it's five dollars. Okay. I'm a five dollars a day. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good money. Yeah. I My kids know. get like five bucks a week. Oh yeah, we don't like that's just for making dinner though. Okay, so and so if I did another chore. I get another five dollars. Well, you get based on how much the chore is, like unloading and reloading the dishwasher is two dollars a day. Okay. Yeah, I do that every time day. you unload it. Yeah, but like, okay, it's not really. Yeah, like... every time you unload the dishwasher, it's another two dollars. <laughs> just keep. I would just dirty. Right? Yeah, I just lick all the glasses. <laughs> oh, no, but, like, they, they only like started actually paying us for chores because we actually wanted to buy things. Like, I bought a computer. I'm trying to pay for that computer now. I'm almost done. It's only like. Three hundred dollars left, and then I'm gonna buy an. Uh, you said you headset. bought it, but you didn't have enough money to well, pay for it. That doesn't mean you no, bought okay, it. That it means stole you stole it. it. No, <laughs> it was. So You're a gonna, bad person. No, I'm not a liar and a thief. <laughs> the com- okay, so I bought the computer because my mom let me because it's like the middle of the summer, and then after saving up like nine hundred dollars, and then I had to pay the guy to set it up for me. And pay for all like the taxes and stuff, which came to around one thousand seven hundred dollars. That's a like almost double. Yeah. That you got either ripped off or I'm pretty sure I some did. miscalculation. I, hate, I saw I see videos of people and they're like building this awesome gaming setup for seven hundred dollars, and I'm over here like, you know, please add a thousand to that. Like, <laughs> you have a Mac, right? No. I spend way too much on my PC. You look so concerned. Yeah, because I just got mine from my dad. Why do you? Because he just had it. I wanted my own. That's a lot for someone to set up your computer. No, no, no. It's like the computer was like a lot of money. Okay. 
Okay, I want to say that this should be a new segment on the show where we just grill Eli. <laughs> oh, that'd be fun. We do that anyway. So yeah, he's a bad person. Like, we should have a liar. He fell yeah. out of glasses. Uh, okay, so I'm curious. What did you guys pay for your computers? I would say in the range of like... Three thousand. Wow. Three You're gonna be disappointed. <laughs> okay. With everything, including like keyboards and stuff, uh, five k. Yeah. Oh, that's what the guy said. It's like most gaming setups are like four thousand dollars, and I use an old keyboard that my dad found in his office after my after my Bluetooth one couldn't connect. I use a Bluetooth mouse a mouse still. I bought a desk, but my mom bought it, so. I don't have to okay, pay so for you it. didn't buy it. <laughs> I mean, I built my computer by itself, and I call, I did twelve thousand because I sales searched everywhere. Twelve thousand? No, sorry, twelve hundred. Okay. Twelve hundred, <laughs> and I, it works great, and for what I use it for, which is gaming, but I don't have like heavy uh, graphics card and heavy. Yeah, I do. Okay, I do that's have, fair. Like, a one thousand dollar graphics card. <sighs> yeah. I've got like. I, I've got a 2080 uh, Ti, I think. That's yeah. Yeah, that, I don't know how you managed <laughs> to find that. That's the only one in stock. I use a like the only graphics card? It was that one and one of equal value. So, like, how is that even possible? That doesn't. <laughs> all, the other ones were all sold out because there's a shortage right now. Yeah, for people who people don't know about like computers, each. graphics ridiculous. cards are just like not, there's not enough in the world. People like there's, there's so much demand and not enough supply. Please contact the main office. Thank you. So like they're very expensive and they're extremely hard to come by. People need to know about this. Yeah. It's yeah. Fine. Yeah. People think COVID's bad, but like the shortage of graphics cards. Is so well, what are you supposed to do during quarantine? If can't That's true. I played too much Minecraft. Socialize with friends. <laughs> wow. We're not allowed to do that. Yeah. It's a we socialize yeah. over video games yeah. on a Discord call for hours. Yeah. I didn't. I, I want. I wanted to build the computer, and then I like asked around like friends if I should, and that's like that was the goal was to build it over the summer, and I even asked on Reddit. Like I said, like oh, I went to r slash ask Reddit, <laughs> and I asked like, is that good stuff for building a computer? And I got like one response, and it was like, uh, can you can you list actual parts, please? And I'm like. I thought those was it. I thought those were parts. So did I, you did you just list like computer? screen, <laughs> keyboard? I don't know. I I went I like internet I watched, cord. <laughs> I watched a lot of videos on how to build a computer, and I've learned nothing. So I just eventually bought one, just pre-built, okay. and then had the guy set it up in my basement. Well, this is my computer, this piece of crap that yeah. we are recording oh, wow. on right now. Uh, it crashes when I play solitaire. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> oh sad. Does it glow? Yeah. Does it have funny LEDs in it? Um, it let me look. Does it look right. like an LED gaming computer? Uh, no, I don't think so. No. Well, at least no. the screen glows. <laughs> that's the it is a touch screen I like that. that I hate. That's Why do you cool. hate the touch screen? I because I go to point at stuff and then I realize I clicked something and then I don't know how to get back to it. I love intentionally smudging up my screen. <laughs> uh, but the school board was nice enough to buy teachers these computers, and they're uh, horrible. In the room like one hundred and nine, has like all those Apple computers, mm -hmm. all the and the teacher always says, 
feel like the best quality screen. They're so, so broken. And then, and then so bad. Well, because of the hand sanitizer. Oh, and that too. I, yeah, I, for sure. Uh, I was like, I was like, I think Windows is kind of better. And then I went because I was done a project. I went to go on Cool Math Games, and it glitched out when I was playing a, a Cool Math game. Cool Math Whoa. Games works fine for me. Actually, I was playing it this morning. Here's the <laughs> thing, the though. Yeah. Windows is good for gaming, but, but Macs are definitely better for stuff like editing, editing and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I have an Apple laptop. Sorry. Because I know if I had a Windows laptop, I would just be gaming on it and I wouldn't be doing any work. It was supposed to be a school computer, so. Apple makes their computer so bad for gaming that you have to work on it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I can play Minesweeper on my laptop. I do like the Apple. It's like aesthetically pleasing. And I love the AirDrop feature. That's all I use. They do look nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't particularly like them. I find them cumbersome. I find they look boring. Yeah? They just look boring. That's why you decorate them with stickers. Exactly. <laughs> I accidentally airdropped an image to a random person in my class oh, that was no. a, a person... Uh, like an image of a person holding a rubber chicken <laughs> under a sink faucet. <laughs> I know exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I've been so looking around, around the classroom. Like, like, I, I don't. don't know. They, they're very confused. <laughs> okay. Um, anyways. Anyways. <laughs> anyways, is there any other news? No. Other than Spider Man, does anybody yeah. have anything to add? I Spider Man. I had a question for you. Relating to Marvel. Specifically me? Yes. Specifically okay. you. Do you think that the amount of time you have to spend to watch all of the movies to get to Endgame is worth the payoff for Endgame? Or no? I do think that there's an emotional attachment that you end up cultivating by going through all of those movies. Mm-hmm. That if you... Like, do you need it? No. You can understand the story, mm-hmm. but... It's not going to have the the emotional weight that it would. Well, are you asking whether or not you should go through those movies before you get to Endgame, or are you just no? I, I, I'm just opinion wondering thing? your opinion. I've already done that. So. Okay. Uh, even the movies that aren't necessary to understanding the the whole kind of Thanos scenario, I think that they do build connection like it's like a a television show like after a certain number of seasons you you have like this attachment to these characters that you wouldn't get if it was just four episodes yeah um or um i don't know there's like a novel like to kill a mockingbird which is did you guys read that in grade nine Mm -hmm. um so no no uh the book thief in 11 i read that in eight okay or in grade eight. I read half of it in grade seven, and the teacher was like, "This is too complicated. We're not doing it." And, and just like, stopped. Yeah, oh, we were awful. in like little groups so with like three of us, and okay. like the other two people were struggling, and she was like, "Different book." I liked the book. Okay. Um, so those are like the book thief doesn't need to be five hundred pages long, and To Kill a Mockingbird doesn't need to be the three hundred pages that it is. the The first part of To Kill a Mockingbird has almost nothing to do with the second part, which is uh like a court scenario. The first part is just these kids that grow up and they play games on the street and they build snowmen and like do plays and stuff. But 
if you didn't have that first part where you got to know the kids and you got to know the dad and you got to know the the woman who like looked after the house for them and, and you got to know the neighbors then when you got to the the court case then you wouldn't tear up when reverend sykes tells jem to stand up because his dad's walking by it's kind of like that like those those little things kind of at the emotional depth is it required no and at the same time, they're just superhero movies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which is why I don't really, I don't know. I guess I'm kind of looking forward to Spider-Man. I just don't care. Yeah. You can yell at me. Do you? Why not? Why don't you care? <laughs> There's so many superhero care. movies that I just don't feel like it matters. And so we've already got a Spider-Verse movie that I thought was phenomenal. What if this one's phenomenal, which I don't think it's going to be. You don't think it's going to be... Well, I don't think it's going to be phenomenal. From the trailer, it looks exciting. But I feel like I don't think anything can really beat Spider-Man Far From Home. Even Endgame. I don't think that Which was any... the first Spider-Man? Because oh, that's Batman. the only one I've seen. That, okay. I've seen that one. I haven't seen any of yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't think that it can be better than Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, yeah no, Spider-Verse is such a high bar for Spider-Man. It does. And I'm not saying that it, it's, it's not going to. I thought I kicked you. I'm sorry. Um... But, I don't know. I, I, my attention for superhero stories, I think, has just waned a lot. Yeah. Well, but you might say now, like, oh, I don't think there should be... Uh, I don't think it's that important. If they were to completely stop, they would get, like, so boring. What would like, get boring? Just watching the same movies. Well, we could have other movies that don't require <laughs> that people to wear spandex. That aren't, yeah, well, that aren't yeah. But who doesn't enjoy a person in spandex? Me, I don't. Oh, it's like right. the best part of the movie. <laughs> um, I, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I would just... I, I want different types of movies. Yeah, I'm bored of There's different types movies. of movies right there. I know! <laughs> and they were all made them. before. And They're... just watch them when you get bored, and then go see Spider-Man. Okay. I will see it, and I will probably like it. But it'll probably it. just end up being. I feel a like they're gonna movie. kill off the main character. Okay, who are they gonna kill? Well, it's either Happy. I think it's gonna no, be Happy. Not MJ. Well, no, because MJ's fallen, and then she got. I like, I I'm pretty sure that happy. the person grabbing MJ in that, that one scene is gonna be Andrew. Andrew Garfield. Or so you can, you can save a falling MJ. girl without breaking. Whoever, whoever played the in the Amazing Spider-Man. That's Andrew Garfield. So, yeah. Because didn't he lose his girlfriend falling like that? Yes. So I'm going to yes. be like him like redeeming himself or the something. Same theory of spider okay. Because he like just said you can't save everyone, and then it's sort of MJ falling, and then Happy surrounded by cops. What do you think is coming through at the end of the trailer? Because... I think it's other Spider-Man. I immediately other Spider-Man are coming through? Because it's the whole thing is like... It was like... Con I'm pretty sure it's confirmed like, at like the very beginning that there's going to be multiple different Spider-Man in it. So I'm pretty sure it's going to be like, they're going to think it's a, like a huge monster or something, but then it's just going to be Spider-Man to help them out. It's just going to be some guy stumbling out. <laughs> like, what the fuck is happening? It's, <laughs> it's just overweight Thor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are we going to get different Spider-Men than I we've think seen so, in the past? I mean, people are assuming that it's going to be like, uh, Toby, Andrew, and uh, Miles. And then maybe that Peter, but I don't know. Like, what, 
Would you want real life Mouse, or, or would you want him to be still cartoony? I think it wouldn't fit in that kind of movie if he was cartoony. Yeah. But also, I feel like if he was real, it like. Well, there's a game where he's real, so just put him in real. No, I mean like a, like a, like a, like an actor, choosing an actor for that would. Oh. I just want the pig. <laughs> want the pig I also the want the pig. The pig's gonna be like if okay if they have, if they have to have one cartoon, it's gonna be the pig. Yeah, yeah literally. It's so it's gonna funny. Be the pig. It'd just be so dumb if it's just a pig walking in a spider suit. I would... I'd be for a Miles Morales. I think that'd be really cool. I I would also be really game for a spider Gwen. Same. I want those two, and then Toby and Andrew. (laughs) Or the anime girl. Penny. I thought that'd be cool to see. Yeah. (laughs) With the big robot. Yeah. Ooh! The 2099 Spider-Man. Yeah. That'd be me too. I enjoy it. Yeah. Do you think if they're opening the multiverse, there's gonna be an Iron Man moment where Peter meets another Tony? Oh. Oh, that would be. That would just be really sad if that ever happens. Well, he'd hug him, and then like Tony Stark would be like, "What's going on? Who are you?" Or what if it's reversed to where Peter dies, but Tony's still alive in that universe? Oh. And then they 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 do the same person. No, I think. Like Robert Downey. Yes, I totally don't, don't care about yeah, Marvel though as well. <laughs> but it could be their way of introducing a new Iron Man. That would mm-hmm. be interesting. Because it doesn't have to be Yeah. Robert Downey Jr. Um But also are they gonna implement like the whole their cells can't be there and they're eventually gonna like disintegrate like in Spider Verse? I don't know. Because they said that they have to die. Or like they're in Spider Verse they came through like that big machine that I totally remember the name of, but is in in the trailer doesn't Doctor Strange bring them? Yes. So it might not mess with their abs. I love Doctor this Strange. Way. <laughs> I don't care about him. Well, but apparently, like the whole like thing is that they need to die or something because they don't belong here. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but it could be like what brought them there. I guess yeah. if it's magic, maybe it's okay. Um, yeah. But <laughs> for whatever reason, and I'm not sure why, the idea of the multiverse doesn't interest me a lot. Yeah. My dad doesn't like it either. He hates like all this time machine stuff and all this superhero. Oh, I hate time machines too. Oh, okay. time machines! I, I don't. I hate time machines too. In the right circumstances. I just I just think about it too much, and then the logic of it like just gives me like the butterfly yeah. effect and everything, and then it turns into chaos. Yeah. It gets to a point where they just have to say like like they have to explain things away. Mm-hmm. But it, I don't like it, if if you're looking at. End game. So like Tony Stark is is there right dead, and then you have Doctor Strange who's right there, and it's like if only somebody had the ability to like turn back time. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. And like, oh sorry, I was busy with the lake. And they've already established that he can turn back time on like a very specific area, so he could have turned Tony Stark back to being not dead. Mm. And so that's the yeah. problem with time yeah. travel. Like it opens up so many. That's the logistics well, yeah. that like, I you, dislike. Travel, yeah, and I can I can let go of a lot of it because like if I'm being entertained, I I can let it go. But usually time travel movies do have some really glaring logical fallacies. And then you're sitting in a classroom filming a podcast two cla- two years later yeah. complaining about it. There are some movies that do time travel interestingly. Um, they're usually very boring, though, because they have to explain everything. Um, okay, so, uh, any other Spider-Man talk? Oh, um, I saw an article saying Harry Styles is supposed to enter the MCU. Not oh, Spider-Man specifically, I really but... can't tell if that's a joke or not. 
I want no, the jokes. Is he actually the, the, the after credit scene for the Eternals? Is he actually? Yeah. Uh, huh. What was that? <laughs> Want him there. I, I You're not like Harry Styles. Okay. Okay. I don't know who Harry Styles is. What do you? I'm one direction right now. Okay. A One Direction member or an ex One Direction member. Okay. That's why I don't He's gonna be in Don't Worry Darling. Oh, he does have nice hair. He does have nice hair. Wait, what? Wait, which photo is that? Apparently, oh, that's from 2017 though. Oh, okay. Um, he was the first man on the cover of Vogue, and also the first man in a dress on the cover of Vogue. Okay. I think it was Girlboss for that. Cover, yeah, it was like the... one cover. So okay. first man. And it was Girlboss for that, I don't care about his music at all. That is from the Matt Gallo from, I think, 2019. Okay. Why do you know this? I really like Harry Styles. <laughs> okay. Who's he gonna be in Marvel? Spider-Man again. Harry Styles. No. Another one. Oh my god, Kenny, Kenny. <laughs> he was like... Another Eternal, but from a different planet. Oh, okay. So okay. Has anybody seen that movie yet? No. Okay. And? It was okay. I don't know why people are hating on it so much. Okay. Like, it wasn't memorable in any way, but it was good. I think that's what Marvel movies have kind of come down to, where it's... It, it's like watching a, a television show. Yeah. Almost. Where it's like every movie is just another episode. And I think that's the problem with having so many of them. I think now especially that we've had the climax of Endgame, everything else kind of has been dulled because we're expecting something as grandiose as that, but they've got to kind of tone it back down. Mm-hmm. And Well, it's like it's like they reset the MCU because like you have phase one or whatever Endgame is the end of, uh, and you have like, that's like the main one. And now you have to like do it all over again because that was a huge climax. Mm-hmm. So it's like instead of being uh, Spider Man, it's like Iron Man all over again. Mm-hmm. And you can do that, I think. Uh, you just have to do it in in an interesting way. But I think it's hard to generate interest now after that. Oh, I'm interested. Okay. I'm very interested. All right. I cannot worry. Uh, other news. Um, me and Emily are going to go see Dune, among <gasps> other people. I'm so excited for you. Yeah. When are you going? Tomorrow. Okay. I expect a report. I will. I will report immediately. Um. You'll have to wait till Monday. Okay. Uh, what we watched? Starting. Hmm? Who's starting? I can start. I, I haven't watched a lot. I watched uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Um, I liked it um, a lot more than I was expecting. The action was pretty fun. The fight scenes were choreographed really interestingly. It was very colorful. Um, they get to this sort of fantasy. Has anybody else seen it? They get to this sort of fancy land i guess and there are these really cool like animal designs which was really fun they're like dragons and little lion things and that was really cool um and it also seemed very small stakes which i i like i I don't think that superhero movies always have to be about saving the world and so it basically comes down to like they're defending a town because bad people are coming and i thought that was that was nice in response to saving the universe all the time. Mm. 
Um, and I, I think that's kind of it. Yeah, okay. Hmm? I haven't watched anything. Not a thing? No. Okay. Oh, I got a little further in Squid Game, but I really don't have anything to rewatch. Uh, I watched, I think I married an axe murderer. Something like that. That's fun. I enjoyed it. I love the uh, dry humor. I enjoy the dry humor. I thought it was pretty good. That's, I think that's it. Okay. I technically finished Squid Game. I Technically? Got, I got to the last episode. I didn't watch like half of it because I had to like go to bed. To the last episode. Sorry. <laughs> you stopped at the oh. last episode? Huh? Sorry. You said you got halfway through the last episode. Yeah. That's it? You didn't finish it? No, I do to the I do to bed. Oh. I've been on the last episode of Death Note for about three years now. <laughs> you just don't want it to end? I I didn't watch it for like two months, and I decided this was just going to be my thing. That I, I will never see the last episode of Death Note. This is your little niche. Yeah. So. Anyways. <laughs> Have you watched anything else? Um, really just the same rewatching Brooklyn Nine-Nine episodes. That's really it. What are your favorite episodes for Brooklyn Nine-Nine? I don't know. They're all funny and good. I like the one where they have the dentist. The box. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that's my favorite I episode. And I, I think I liked it because oh, it seemed, yes. it seemed a little weightier than some other ones. Mm-hmm. And it was like that one really condensed story. Like mm-hmm. they really focused on on that one. And the uh, the dentist, The uh, I thought that he was pretty good. I think he might have gotten nominated though, again for that episode. Okay. Like guest role. Okay. I might be wrong about I can see that. I feel like that was the episode where it was also like the whole, uh, everyone singing, like that whole intro. I mean, no, never mind, it wasn't. You know, like how every episode has like that little intro where it's like Uh just a clip. Yeah. There's one that like everyone knows about where Jake makes everyone who like might be the murderer sing a song, and then they all get like really into it. Oh yeah. Number five killed my brother. Oh my gosh, I forgot yeah. about that part. Yeah. Different episodes still good part. Kewin. Me. Alright. Um, I haven't been watching much. I watched um more Cowboy Bebop. I'm getting closer to the end. I've been enjoying it. And uh I watched a a doozy of a movie. <laughs> um I watched Prisoners of Ghostland. Okay. Starring Nicolas Cage. <laughs> and it was quite interesting. Is that the one where he goes on a quest? He, okay, so um, he's like a bank robber who got caught. And uh, this man called the governor, he like runs a like a red light di- district. But it's also slightly like a... Like, it's heavily Japanese, but also kind of Wild West mm-hmm. town. And this guy named the governor, he's like, my daughter has gone missing. Go find her. And he goes to the ghost land where she is. And it's, it's, I understand, I understood the plot and what was happening, but absolutely nothing made sense at all. 
in a fun way or in a in an incredibly a, frustrating way? I don't know what's happening way. Okay. I don't know how to explain it. It's it it was just an enigma the entire time. Uh he like there's um a big clock that someone's always trying to keep from turning. There's this dude who's sitting in this box that, that just has a library in it. Uh, there are a bunch of people in mannequins. In, man- in like mannequins? Like inside of them? Yeah. Like many people are inside of a single mannequin? No, or, no. Okay. There are many mannequins. There are, Okay, there are many people that have different parts of a mannequin stuck to their entire bodies. Okay. Um... So I could have, like, a mannequin, like, foot sticking out of my chest? No, but okay. there could be different mannequ- like parts from different mannequins to combine into one single foot. Okay. Yeah. Um, one of Nick Cage's uh, body parts that I will not disclose of... Uh, okay, thank you. ...was <laughs> blown off oh, by a bomb. <laughs> Whoa. Um... Uh, installed by the governor because um, he wanted to make sure he wasn't doing anything stupid. Okay. Uh, so he had bombs on his arms and his neck that would respond to different actions. Okay. And he blew up one of his arms mm-hmm. and also one of the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just... It was a wild and incomprehensible ride. Uh, do you recommend it? Uh, it sounds interesting. It doesn't sound good. It's, it's not good. No. It's definitely not good. I'm debating on whether or not I would recommend it just to experience <laughs> this, this oddity. Do you think that the filmmakers intended for the product that they ended up with? I genuinely do not know. Okay. I, I, half the time, I thought they were trying to be deep and meaningful, and then half the time, I thought they were making fun of it. Like, okay. I find that frustrating, that the tone would be all over the place. Yeah. Like, at some points, it, it would just be trying to be, like, very surreal and abstract, and then at other points, you would have Nicolas Cage looking into the camera very aggressively saying, I am radioactive i've seen that clip for no reason (laughs) as far as i know how was his performance i think it was it was honestly somewhat decent okay i think if he's properly motivated uh and not bored by the material i think he can put out a good performance yeah he i i think he played the character well as far as i know uh, what the character was. Um, everyone, though, had this weird way of acting. It almost seemed like a play. Okay. Like, like it felt like someone turned a play into a movie. So, like, you have this weird sort of play-like dialogue, but done through film with special effects and stuff. And it kind of, like, show like mirrors with that with like the dude in the box where he kind of just gets wheeled around inside of this library and it's it's just weird there's also the ghosts which are like 
ghost of a prison bus that um, died because they collided with a um, like a nuclear tanker. Wait, I'm just so confused about this movie. Yeah, <laughs> you keep I, adding things. Yeah, that that's kind of what it felt like. Also, like just it was weird. Like they just spun a wheel with a bunch of topics. It's like, yep, that's how we're making this yeah. movie. My favorite um, part was at the very start where Nicolas Cage um, is about to leave to go search for the daughter and he gets into a car and then drives like a couple meters, gets out and then gets onto a bike and then starts riding the bike. And then after like two minutes of him riding the bike, another dude just drives the car back and he gets off the bike and back into the car and drives away. I need to see this movie. Yeah. I I really need to watch this now. It, it, I did watch it with my mom. It was a little uncomfortable. Did uh, she like it? She couldn't tell either. <laughs> okay. We were both just left in complete confusion. I feel like that'd be such a cartoon thing to do, like in Undertale. Just having them like get into a car and then immediately into a bike, like not even two meters. Okay. I think I want to see this movie. Yeah? yeah? Me too. We should, I, we should I can't it. promise anything because it, it yeah. Wait, what's it called? Uh, Prisoners of the Ghost Land. Did you find it on a reputable source? Uh, yes. Okay. But I had to rent it. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, so you paid money to watch this? Yes, I, I paid, oh, I paid money to watch this. Um, what made you decide on... Okay, so I saw advertisements um, for it on YouTube and Instagram. And I saw it and it was like, first of all... Nicholas Cage. I love Nicholas Cage. He's the king of B-movies. And um, also, what they were showing, I thought the setting looked really neat. And I still do kind of think that um, the Ghostland specifically looks pretty cool. It's like a like a steampunk prison camp with a bunch of like fire and there's a giant clock and people are constantly trying to keep it from turning. And I thought... It looked cool from the advertisement. It also looked a lot more coherent mm. from the advertisement. Um, yeah. So this is a movie that you can watch the movie first and then go back and watch the trailer? I, I could do that. Okay. I could see if my senses were incorrect. And was the trailer better than the movie? More coherent? It, it was definitely more coherent. I thought it was going to be like an escape like trying to escape a prison camp. It sounds like Escape from New York. Yeah. The old John Carpenter movie. Um uh where the government the I think the president's daughter gets trapped in New York City. I think a plane goes down. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Yeah. So a plane crashes in New York, but New York has been turned into a prison island, mm-hmm. kind of like Australia. And so the plane goes down there and so the government finds the most heinous criminal that they can to go in and extract the president's daughter. Yeah. That sounds, And it's Kurt Russell. That that does sound like the plot to that movie, okay. except just in a different setting. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? No, that's it. Okay. I saw The Eternals. Okay. I went to the theater and then I watched Moana. 
and that's basically it. Uh, is this the first theater that you attended since COVID? No, I've no. seen a couple oh. of these since. Not very many. We what do you think of What do you think of COVID movie theaters? It's about the same, really, because the one I go to is mostly empty all the time. So. Okay. The one in Welland. Yeah, the one yeah. Okay. Reclining chairs. Yeah, that's the best part. <laughs> when I saw Dune, there were reclining chairs at the Penn Center, and I was really excited. I was afraid I was gonna fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anything you want to tell us about Moana or... Moana's awesome, and if you haven't seen it, what are you doing? I love it like, so much. I've seen it like four times. I just like Disney movies. Uh, and The Eternals? It wasn't as bad as people are saying it is. Like, it was a good movie in itself, it just wasn't special. Because it's just another superhero movie. Mm -hmm. And then it didn't stand out the way that Gardens of the Galaxy no, did? No, not at all. It was... It had the whole, like, universe and, like, its special thing that's happening with the universe, but it kind of felt like it was copying Guardians of the Galaxy a little bit. Okay. Like, just with the whole thing that they were trying to stop was kind of the same. Okay. I, d I do find that Marvel is maybe a little lazy with a lot of its villains. I feel like their heroes are, are put together pretty well, but most of the villains it's pretty one dimensional where like the villains are pretty much like the heroes except for like a different color and then also uh they're all chasing after like this little mcguffin kind of i wouldn't say that they were almost the same as the heroes no? okay. it was like a different team but the the plot line was close to guardians of the galaxy is all i got from it okay all right so maybe see it but don't rush. It's good, it's just not great. Okay. Okay, so I have two things. I watched um, Free Guy with Ryan Reynolds. I think Ryan Reynolds is cute. There's this one scene where he's like yelling at an old woman who always loses her cats to like lock her door, and it's so funny because he does these like little hand gestures. He's like, the cats aren't climbing on top of each other. They don't have thought. It was just really funny. Um, I really like like comedy action movies like that. I feel like that genre kind of died out in like 2015, that style of movie. So Free Guy was like a good like refresher. Um, and then I watched Taylor Swift's short film, The All Too Well Thing. So we hate Jake Gyllenhaal. Can I explain this whole thing? Please do. Okay. So back in 2010-ish, Jake Gyllenhaal and Taylor Swift dated. And like the big part of that is that there's like, she was like 19 and he was 30 something. Um, and then they broke up, and then she wrote this song called All Too Well, that it's like, yeah. Um, and there's this whole thing about, like, a scarf that he, like, kept her scarf from when they were dating. And there's, like, like um, there's theories whether the scarf is, like, an actual scarf or it, like, represents something. Um, but basically, Taylor Swift has been re-releasing her music because of, like, rights and stuff, and she released a 10-minute version of All Too Well on her, like, re-release. And there was a short film starring... Um, Jake Gyllenhaal? No. Oh. Dylan O'Brien and Sadie Sink, which also, they have, like, a big age gap, so it's a good representation. But in the short film, it's basically, like, Dylan O'Brien, allegedly Jake Gyllenhaal, um, is, like, like not, like, abusive, but, like, just not a good boyfriend. is like, gaslighting her. And, like, also, there's a whole age gap, so it's, like, kind of manipulation. And then 
there's a bunch of new lyrics in the song that refer to like the age gap and stuff. So people just really hate Jake Gyllenhaal now. Yeah. Oh, Every time Taylor Swift re-releases one of her albums, just a new guy gets targeted. It's very funny to see. Okay. So, yeah. The short film was good though. The actors were top notch. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh my god, wait. And the Luca short film. Have you seen it yet? Okay, 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 okay. I was assuming you were gonna talk about that too. So I completely forgot I watched that. Yeah. Okay, you can start with it. Okay. So, uh, uh, when did Luca come out? Earlier this year, I was completely obsessed with the the Disney movie Luca, and they put out a short film about it, like, like a, um, week ago? a week ago, two Ish. weeks ago, and I watched it, and I'm. Very happy about it. So okay, like, Luca, is that the one with the... That's the one with the sea monsters. Okay. The one that everyone's comparing to Call Me By Your Name. And Which I haven't seen, and no, I don't care about. No, but I just care about the article title that was called Calabari. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But the, okay. the short film, it's very good. It focuses on just one of the characters, because the other two main characters are school? at school. Because like like they're like 12. So it uh, continues? Yeah, so yeah. it focuses on one of the characters, Alberto. Um, and his relationship with his like, employer. His, like, friend's Massimo. dad. Yeah. And eventually, eventually Alberto calls him dad. And, and it's, it like, a cute relationship. It's also because the dad is, like, one of those, like, animated dads that doesn't have eyes for some Yeah, reason, his eyebrows are and, very... And, like, doesn't talk. Can't see him at all. It's... it's, it's it, I'm very happy about it. Um, and other than that, I watched Snowpiercer again with my dad. Oh, okay. What do you think? He thought it was good. He's confused on how, like, the tracks didn't break. That's the only comment he had on who okay. took care of the tracks. <laughs> the tracks. Well, that's that was just a, a polar bear. <laughs> like, I think, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking the tracks going to be made out of titanium. Yeah. There you go, Dad. Solved. <laughs> okay. Um, Frank? Frank. Frank. Okay. It was a movie. I love it. I don't movie. know. Well, hold on. I have I Sarah's well, not review. I have a comment Sarah made. Okay. Uh, can I do the yeah. introduction for Frank? Uh, so, directed by Lenny Abrahamson. Abrahamson. Um, John, a young wannabe musician, discovers he's bitten off more than he can chew when he joins an eccentric pop band led by the mysterious and enigmatic Frank. And it stars uh, Donald Gleason and Michael Fassbender, Megan, Gilly, Megan Gyllenhaal, sorry. Oh, yeah, Easy for me to say. And, uh, and some other people. Uh, so, what's your take on Frank? I thought it was really good. I thought it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. It was so funny. I liked it, but I'm so confused. Oh yeah, I'm confused by it, but like I don't care. It was very like jerky when it went from jokes then depressing, <laughs> jokes yeah. and sad. Do you think it handled those changes well? I think it handled them. I think it handled that. It was like there were good transitions back and forth. Because so I think that's a that's something that a lot of movies struggle with. So like when Kuhn was talking about the Nicolas Cage movie. Um, like it's, it sounded like it struggled with those transitions from like being like maybe like a, a philosophical kind of flick to being like maybe self-aware and and meta humor. Um, I think Frank kind of handles the, the humor and then like the the tragedy, fairly well. Okay. <laughs> 
Okay, really good. Good, good, good conversation. I think we need Liam. Yeah. Yeah. To just sort of like say like con- continue talking. Yeah. 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 Uh, about things that uh, that we're not talking about. Um, the music was interesting. Oh, I, so I actually like. I thought it was terrible, and I loved it. Every time they sang a new song, I was I, like, "This is a band I would listen to." Yeah, exactly. But like. Not a band that you'd be like proud to show someone. No, you would be like you'd be in the yeah. back of your like playlist. Yeah, I'd have like a specific playlist yeah. only of that, and it'd be in like a six different account. folders. Yeah, <laughs> a burner account. Yeah, I really like the music. Mm-hmm. Like legitimately like yeah. it, and yeah. as I'm listening to it, like it makes me feel kind of bad because I think the music is supposed to be a joke. But I listen to bands that are like this. So do I. Like Mr. Bungle or Frog Eyes, and uh. They're just, or Juju, um, they're just really bizarre and quirky, and I, I like music that... Oh my god, it is on Spotify. What's, what's yeah, your... I, I've got a couple songs. <laughs> what's your favorite Frank song? Probably the one that they record just before... Uh, well, they, they record and then they mix it and they listen it back. Oh, and, is and... that um, Secure the Galactic Perimeter? Probably, yeah. I would. I I was listening, like just going through it in our class. I would say that that would probably be my favorite. Did I like it? And um, it uh, and I like the song at the end. Yeah, that. Mm-hmm. I liked um, that song. Mm-hmm. And then they added in that girl's weird thing. Oh, that's when it picks up. I didn't like it. Yeah. I like. No, I like I the whooshing, like yeah. Um, no, I really like it, and I like that it doesn't go with it. But there's a recorded version of that song that you can find, and it's not nearly as good as the one they use in the film. Trivia: Then uh, all the music was played like live while filming by the actors. Really? That is yeah. cool. So that's okay. why the music kind of sounds terrible. <laughs> I still like it. Yeah. I don't think it's bad. No, I'm calling it terrible in a good way. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, terrible music in a good way is very. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I I have some songs on uh, on my playlist on my Apple playlist, and and I do uh, I like it when they they pop up, but I like both of those. I think that they they work. I'm not so sure how I feel about the the lyrics and stuff, mm-hmm. but I even like it when Frank is uh, coming up with his most likable song. Oh my god, I, I, I love that. <laughs> it was great. Um, and uh, and uh, oh um. Who's Dawn? The song that Dawn sings. I like that too. The mannequin one. That one made me laugh when I realized what he's singing about. I was like, oh, oh. But it's still, <laughs> I, I think, a mom. pretty a pretty sad song. And in, in, mm-hmm. I, I like the joke about, like, you know, you, you, you think you got a song, and then it turns out all crappy. And it's like, it's like he plays a song that is, I think, barely moving. And then he's like, see, crap. <laughs> I was telling my mom about the movie on the way home, and I told her about that song, and she was like, that's, that's, that's kind of weird. What, what movies are you watching? They're like, oh, you know, nothing much. Okay. That's, that's really good. <laughs> it was the song about the mannequin. <laughs> I, I did not like any of... I know it was definitely intentional, but it needs to be stated that... Um, the main character's songs oh. were awful. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Even the la 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 yeah. la la that one. Yeah. yeah. Even that one. Okay. Yeah. Um. 
I have a confession that I hate Domino Gleason a lot. He's the the main character. The redhead? Yeah. Something um, about his face bothers me. Um It's quite punchable. Yeah. <laughs> he's in a lot of things and I don't know why he keeps on getting hired. I don't think he's bad, but I don't know. Maybe it's a punchable face. <laughs> but I, I, I find him very, very hard to root for. And I think in this movie you're not supposed to, so I think it works yeah. well. He's a, he's a poser and he's invading, and um, he's going where he probably shouldn't be. Not like, not like he shouldn't be allowed the opportunity, but he's, he's pretending to be somebody he's not. Um. Did you look up his uh, filmography? Yeah, I don't know him very much. Okay. I know his face and I dislike him. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Is it better when he has a big bushy beard? No, it's worse. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, the beard is... There's one joke in it that I, I definitely don't like. And it's the one where he tries to uh, shave oh with a handheld razor. Yeah. And then it cuts to inside of the, the house and him screaming. Um, just felt like that was cheap also i'm so confused he had like multiple cut marks in different places <laughs> did he just keep attempting it i think so i do think that the payoff about um clara sampling his scream and yeah. using in the music i did like that so if we have to go through the uh the bad joke to get to, to that good one I, i'm okay with that, I guess. my favorite moment in the movie was it was when frank was in the shower and there was like the head by the door yeah. and then he opens the shower curtain and he's wearing the head with a plastic bag over yeah. it was so funny yeah. <laughs> it was the funniest thing i've ever seen this movie was hilarious and wonky mm-hmm. um michael fassbender's performance as frank great in a good way yeah I think it's hard to, uh, definitely hard to have a performance uh, when you're wearing a contraption like that on your head and and still convey emotion. Mm-hmm. And I, I think he did a really good job acting with his body and his voice yeah. is really interesting. Yeah. Flushing half smile. Yeah I, yeah, I liked it when he said his facial emotions. I think we should start that. You can't be like... That's true. Yeah. We should okay. do that. I'd have to Genuine think about smile. what kind of facial Genuine expressions I make. Smile. I don't make a lot of expressions, I don't think. I make weird faces at people and then they can't yeah. see it, so it's exactly. really funny. I, I worry that I, I look at people and I like I smile or something or I make a facial expression then I realize that they can't see what I'm doing and then they <laughs> just think that I'm staring. a creeper. Yeah. Yep. So I worry about that a lot. It keeps me up at night. <laughs> um, Maggie Gyllenhaal? Good. I think she's fun. Mm-hmm. I love her as the, the very angsty musician. I like when she stabbed someone. Oh yeah, that was so funny. <laughs> she, she told kept, him she was yeah, going to. She was being honest. She got arrested for like assault and did you not go to jail? Um I don't know. We don't see the trial. Yeah, I don't know how many other prior convictions she has. I feel like she definitely has something. Oh, There's a cart coming by. It's noisy. It's we'll just let it go. Sir. <laughs> it kind of does um, what do you guys think about the uh, like the thematic elements of the movie? 
I'm confused by the movie. Like, okay. Why? When the guy like kills himself and is wearing the Frank head, that really gets me. I liked it. Though. Yeah, but like, why? Mm-hmm. He wanted to be Frank. Is that why? Wanted the popularity that Frank would have, I guess. But, I, I don't know if any of them are interested in popularity. Well, it was John, so. like the main character that was, and then everyone else was like, now. Yeah. Frank kind of got obsessed with it. Well, he was enamored by it. Yeah, and then had a breakdown. Uh, When they went to the, uh, whatever it was. The the festival. Yeah. I really felt bad for Frank. Mm -hmm. Because you could tell that he was starting to freak out and getting overwhelmed. But he kept saying that he was fine. And then he had a breakdown on stage. Yeah. And then got hit by a car. Yeah. Yeah. And then ran away. That man is Um. I, I did like the makeup that he put on. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, okay. <laughs> but it's it's also, like, it's funny, but it's sad. And I think that's the entire movie where, like, you're laughing at stuff, and then, like, it's also, like, everything seems to be punctuated by, um, like, kind of sadly. Mm-hmm. Like, if there was a sad punctuation, I don't know what it would be, but, like... A sad moment. Yeah. yeah. Just, like, a, like, an actual sad face mm-hmm. as, like, a period. That's kind of... Yeah, I, I add smiley faces or sad faces on all my sentences. Yep. Every single one? No, <laughs> like every single one, every but most of them, because I don't know how to convey to, uh, tone through text. Yeah. Um, to go back to Don, um, well, we, we find out that he, he doesn't feel particularly adjusted to, to life with people, and he doesn't want to be frank, and he can't be. But I think it... Like they have that one song that they what's it called? Uh, that they record. Uh, to secure the galactic perimeter. And then they're standing by the mixing board, and it seems like they're all very, very happy and proud with it. And then, like, I, I wonder if that's the, the impetus, for the suicide. That he he feels like he's accomplished something, and maybe he'll never. Like maybe his, like his journey was like complete sure or like he could never do something like that on his own maybe like it's, it's kind of like he, he has like solid proof that he can't be frank or maybe that's maybe it's the high point of his his life mm-hmm. like that's the crowning achievement um so i think that there's two major themes that sort of run through it there's the mental health part of it and then there's the idea of fame or celebrity or talent or genius and i think they're all kind of like blend up together i feel like it's more of the fame especially for john yeah for john for sure that he he wants to be famous but frank's, maybe frank's storyline is all kind of mental it's like all backed by his mental illness because mm-hmm. yeah so for john it's it's like he wants to be a celebrity because that's what society, I guess, has instilled on him as a value. Um, but like a lot of us, um, I don't know, maybe we don't... I think there's this idea that we want the world to kind of look at us and there's something that suggests that we should, like, we should earn our Facebook friends and tiktok viewers and that there's something about our lives that, that really needs to be i don't know public like proving that you're interesting kind of yeah and i feel like that's just wanting fame but not really doing something important um i'm not sure that that's 
that the world needs to see all that? That's just like living life. I don't know. Wanting things just to have things, not yeah. to do anything with it. Like, yeah. Just like a big issue right now. Like everyone wants to be famous, but like for what exactly? For just living life? Yeah. Um, and so there's that, but then there's the, the mental health stuff that like Frank and, um, and definitely Don kind of go through. I do like that the, the movie points out that Frank's mental illness wasn't a reason why he was a good musician or an interesting musician or an interesting person. Um, because I think there's that misnomer that in order to be a genius, you need to... So, like, there's two sides. Like, one, you have a tortured life, or two, um, that I guess there's something wrong with you. And the, the parents say, like, like he was always talented, and, like, the mental illness kind of, like, maybe got in the way. It's not the mental illness or, like, a bad childhood that made him so empathetic and so interesting and so talented and so um, unique that that was just him as a person. And I, I like that idea that maybe mental illness doesn't define people. Um, there was this one episode of Bojack that was like focusing on Diane and her trauma. And it was the basic like consensus of the episode was that your trauma doesn't need like a profit. It was like, it was Diane talking about like, if her, if she can't put her trauma into the her work, like what's the point of it? So like, that could be like a coping thing of like, if you, you like say your trauma is helping your work, then it's like, like going through the trauma was worth it. If not, it was just trauma for no reason, mm -hmm. which could be kind of the same thing with like John being like, oh, but it made him talented, but like that's not actually what trauma does, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. that point. Um, do you think it deals with the mental health issues well? productively like the frank character yeah yeah it's pretty okay. i think his like slow breakdown was like very well depicted because like when you first saw his like the beginning of his breakdown you couldn't really tell whether it was him like mentally struggling or just nerves or excitement and then it gets further and further to the point where he's like breaking down on stage mm -hmm. and then once he does that you kind of see like in your mind like everything that was happening before how it led up to that mm -hmm. so i thought that was good and well, and I think you see a little bit of the the influence that I guess society and in, in attempting to live your life how society tells you. So, like this whole idea of fame is something that John brings in that didn't really occur to Frank. And then Frank's kind of like, "Ooh, well, maybe there is this, and people will be interested, and so we'll go down this path and we'll be famous." But that's not really what Frank wanted of himself. So, like, he kind of he gives up on what he wants. And he starts living according to somebody else's um, dreams, I guess. And so, and then that leads him astray, right? And it doesn't work well. And then at the end, when he's reunited with these other people that also don't kind of fit in, then it's kind of like he's got this sort of support group, and that's where he should be, and that's where he should have been. And I don't know. Why did all the keyboard artists try to kill themselves? Keyboards with you. Because, like, like, it's only the keyboards that do. Keyboards I think it was supposed to be, like, a running joke. Like, um, there's a mockumentary called Spinal Tap, and they keep on losing drummers, and they have uh, to keep on replacing yeah. them. So they've gone through, like, I think it's just sort of like a, 
a music movie motif. Mm-hmm. So it's just the one band member you can't keep. Yeah, so it's, it's like yeah. a cursed role. Because mm-hmm. John does end up leaving the band. He doesn't kill he does. himself. But he's like, yeah. That's an, so. There's that one joke that I hated with the the shaving, and I really dislike that the movie ends on John. Yeah. Because he's walking down the the street, and it's a nice shot actually of him walking down the street. But I, I, I know he's the main character. I just don't really care about him. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's also pretty unlikable. Yeah. Like by by the end of the movie. Um, like he's kind of cute at the beginning and I kind of feel for him. I, I can completely understand and sympathize with somebody having no talent <laughs> at anything in life. Um, but yeah, like his, his kind of descent as a character into just being like the villain of the story. Um, yeah, by the end, I don't think that you're supposed to root for him at all. So like him walking down the street, like, I don't know, am I supposed to feel bad with that? I clearly did not care. I just wanted to see more of the band singing. I, I wanted to see, yeah, more more Frank Cry singing. Yeah. And uh, and Clara really aggressively playing a keyboard. I like the ending. You like uh, the ending? Yeah, I like how Frank, uh, he said that he, he didn't play when John went to see him at his parents' house. Mm-hmm. And then he actually started playing with the band again uh-huh. when he went when they when they went back to the um, restaurant thing. Yeah, I found that very. I did too, and I, I find that really emotional. I I just wish they maybe ended inside of the restaurant mm-hmm. with the shot of John not being at the bar. Yeah. Or or ending with the band. Yeah. Um, or ending with Frank. Um. Any favorite parts? Frank, just like Frank just in general. All yeah. of Frank. He's just so funny and so great. Like I get why I, like everyone loved Frank. He was very charismatic. Yes, he was. I think there's also something you said like him literally like having a different head, which is like kind of like his Frank persona mm-hmm. because he had like the severe mental illness and like when you see him without the head, he's like completely different. But with the head, he was this like. I don't know what to call it, like mystical kind of being, you know? Yeah. So there's like, and then the like head gave him like severe scarring and like balding on his head. So it's yeah. like what the, the the effects of like a persona, like your persona will deteriorate the you kind of thing. So I thought that was cool. I thought that also worked kind of as a, I guess, metaphoric of like, we're, we're all stuck in our own heads, mm-hmm. right? So it, it's, it's a very kind of like figuratively literal Kind of analogy that like like he he's kind of stuck in there and and then i think also the persona that, mm-hmm. that you show the world as well and if you have if you have a if you struggle with mental health you feel kind of trapped by that and then other people don't actually see necessarily what's going on um which is why like like other people look at frank and they're like oh he's fine because he's got this big mask mm-hmm. on that he shows the world um but to kind of see through that you need that support group you need those people that are close to you that can look at you and know that you look fine, but you're not. I liked Frank. <laughs> I liked pretty much all the scenes except for the ones where uh, the main character was trying to show him a song because it kind of bordered on that embarrassment humor. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm not into that at all. Just makes me feel embarrassed. Yeah. Um. I liked all of the scenes where they're kind of like soul searching or training in a way before they started recording. Mm-hmm. I just kind of like how Frank acted there. Oh, no, Frank was so buff, by the way. I was really surprised. Like, he was like like built. And that was, I found that like weird. I don't know. I would imagine it takes a lot to keep that head up. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's just like an extra weight. Um, I did like that part too. Like it, it, it seemed like you got to see Frank, which was a, a genuinely enigmatic character kind of in his element mm-hmm. um, before things kind of take a turn for the, the dower. My favorite is is right around there, but when the the family comes in and they're supposed to take over the cabin, and then like Frank just like was he speaking German? Yeah. yeah. He just like of course he knows German and he takes him out and then they're like spinning they're, around. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then when they're leaving, course. he's like, "Thank you for like changing." <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you think about a movie that starts out kind of comical like that, but then like it it descends into this? Kind of sadness. I like. I think it's a good contrast, and it like emphasizes both points. It does, yeah. Also, I think that like when you have like immense sadness, there is a lot of comedic stuff in that within that. If you're looking at it from a certain perspective, mm-hmm. and it can also just like make it easier to go through that if you're like, oh, it's like you know, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Also, like us as a generation, like Gen Z, we just like dark comedy of being depressed, so. I think it's a way of coping with the the issues that we're dealing with as well. Like it, it's um, people say misery loves company, um, but I think that there's something about having like a communal experience of going through dark places and sadness, and, and it's a, a coping mechanism as well. Any favorite parts for anybody else? Uh, same one as yours. How they just start spinning out of nowhere. You should do that. Like, I want to know what he said to make it just spin. And I think that that's the beautiful thing about it. You will never know. Like, he could have said, like, just start spinning with me, and and then she'd be like, okay. Or he probably said some. Probably said something in German, I assume. How do you say spin with me in German? No idea. I can barely Let someone get Google Translate. I can barely speak English, let alone German. Okay. Uh, food pairing for Frank? Really uh, fries. <laughs> what would you dip into them? Dip into them. What would you dip them into? Usually you bring the fry to the dip, not the dip Hot to the mustard. fry. Hot Okay. No. What was that? <laughs> Why does she sound wrong? Can you bring her closer that? to the okay, microphone? Yeah. This will probably... Sound great in post. Uh, it's late. She said, okay, we'll wait for the snow. <laughs> 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 Alright, one more time. Uh, it's me, Okay. Alright, spin with me. Okay. So that's what he said. That's what he said. Exactly. Maybe. What am I going to be like? So you. Oh, my. Just spin with me. Oh, okay. 
Ooh, uh, one thing that I thought was kind of neat in the movie, I think that the sound design is as such that Frank's voice comes through both channels. Mm -hmm. So you hear him like all around you. Like he yeah. like kind of like, in, yeah. And I think that's really, really neat. He has like, like the that. holes in the ears of his like head thing. Mm -hmm. that was funny. Also, the actor only had peripheral vision when wearing the head. Mm -hmm. So he could oh, yeah. only see like here. Really? He couldn't see anything? No. Oh, okay. Imagine acting with that. I That'd be like, because you see him like running down hills and Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of trust in himself. I wonder if there's a lot of outtakes of him like just like falling. Oh, there has to be. <laughs> Tripping. It's like the bonus scene. Is there, there a bonus scene? Yeah, there are deleted scenes and behind is... a bunch of stuff. On Can board. we see that? Him rolling down hills. <laughs> I hope. Just 10 minute loop. Yeah. Take 81. We've been up all this time. It's been a long day. And he's... Gosh darn it, friends. Okay, so we got curly fries and spicy mustard? Okay, I would go with chipotle mayonnaise, but that's just me. Other food options? I wasn't going to say, like, melon to, like, represent his helmet, but I feel like curly fries fits it so well. I'm going to go with curly fries. Okay. And then dipped into gravy. A really greasy Philly cheese steak. Oh. That makes you feel funny afterwards, and you weren't sure if the peppers were okay. <laughs> but you enjoyed the entire experience anyway. Very specific. Yeah. I like it. You know that really rainbow candy popcorn? Yes. <laughs> that, I love that. Okay. Also, I figured out my favorite scene. I was trying okay. to remember. Right. It's when he first goes on stage with them, and it lasts like two minutes where they're playing music, oh. and then they immediately start screaming at each other. And then they push the, like, the, she pushes the thing off? Yeah, because it shows yeah. the characters perfectly, oh. like, right away. I thought that was a rehearsal, and then I saw there was people in the yeah. audience. Yeah, same. That was a neat reveal of Frank mm -hmm. as well. Yeah, he just like shows up and like plugs himself in. Yeah, I thought that was really neat. Food? Uh, I was thinking red licorice. Oh, okay. I don't have an explanation though. Red licorice followed by like a black licorice? Like a licorice also, maybe. Oh. Because it's kind of like, it's like bitter yeah. and disgusting, but also and there's you know, like, like that. licorice mixes that has like those like flowers that are like pink and black or whatever, and it's like, it's like terrible, but like for some reason people buy it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that. Uh, cucumber and ketchup. Oh, like, exactly. <laughs> Wasn't that like a big thing? Like people just, I don't know. I don't know. It was, it was mustard and watermelon. Apparently, it was okay, like yeah, mustard. I want to try that. I, I need to know why. We've tried it. Well, my sister's did. I hate mustard. Oh, I love mustard. Yeah, I don't like mustard. <gasps> I've heard that salted watermelon is good. Salted watermelon is good. I have not had salted it before, but I'm interested. It's because you can taste. Yeah, so you have to eat it really fast. Yeah, yeah. Well, the moisture would just salt. Right? I guess you just like salt it as you went, but you yeah, have yeah. to make sure not to. Or you could salt it, let the water come out, and then you'd have something probably pretty chewy. Yeah. yeah. That'd be interesting as well. Cured watermelon. Could you make watermelon jerky if you dried it? Oh, people do yeah. make like grilled watermelon. Oh, grilled watermelon's so good. Yeah. Just like grilled pineapple. Why? 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 Oh, grilled peaches are really good. Because it, it caramelizes the, it the caramelizes, sugars. Yeah, and then you like pour honey. But or then like it's warm. Syrup. Yeah, I mean, you could cool it off. Yeah. You it. Stick it in ice. Yeah. Oh my god, popsicle ice it. Just freeze it. 
Do you want to hear something great? Once me and my brother gave my other brother a piece of watermelon, but like we secretly put sriracha in it, oh, and cool. we locked him outside, and he threw up over the the like oh, bed. <laughs> we do that a lot. We give him a lot of food with sriracha. And I would give him pancakes, but in the middle of it, a giant glob of sriracha. Me and my siblings hate each other. <laughs> but yeah, Obviously. so we made him throw up. Okay. Uh, on April Fools, um, my mom was making pancakes for us, but it was April Fools' Day, so she put like salt oh. into the pancakes, like an egregious Ooh. amount, and me and my sister ate it, and we didn't want to insult mom, so we said it was good. <laughs> so mom made another batch of pancakes with like. I think it was mustard. Oh, God. And we ate those, and we said it was good. And you are amazing children. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm trying to remember. I think the I last one was like, like sour cream. Oh God! Or oh, something. she just kept. <laughs> she, the third one, we were like, okay, mom, we're gonna, we're gonna be honest. These were not good. And she's like, yeah, that was the intention. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna go with sushi with too much uh, wasabi, and that like it's kind of it's kind of pleasant, and then like the wasabi hits, and it feels like your frontal lobe is going to burn <laughs> off of your body, but then you get the relief that happens as it dissipates. Wasabi in my my general area is a danger to myself. I will eat all of it at once. <laughs> I cannot like ice cream. Oh, wasabi ice cream. I know what we're doing tomorrow. <laughs> we're going to win before the movie as well. Will you just eat it with a spoon? I wouldn't sure. eat like a chunk of okay. wasabi. Yeah. Do you do it because you enjoy it or because you like like showing it off to other people? Like, I, I, can't do this. I just like like the one time I was at my grandma's and we we're having sushi and I just loved this look of surprise <laughs> that my sister saw when I just had a fork of wasabi just in like a huge chunk and I was just staring at her and she's just like what are you doing I was like I would do that with vinegar packets I would just and them. and she's like why and I was like it's good yeah. and then I almost cried because like that's what wasabi does yeah it hurts so bad oh, yeah it's... but then like as it as the pain dissipates it's like euphoria you you definitely do something to your sinuses when you eat that much wasabi I chopped off my leg, but man, those painkillers out of this world. <laughs> yeah. Ella, food. Um, I would do the curly fries as well, but with ranch. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Full fat ranch or like half fat, calorie wise? <laughs> I, don't, I never, uh, ranch. Okay. Full fat it is. Okay. Uh, do you have any trivia? To lay on us? You're reading Dorian Gray. It's for my English project. So I yeah. hate English class. It's, 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 I like it. Yeah. His writing style is very rich. Yeah, it's a, there's a lot of description. Anyways, okay. Um, The part of Frank was originally written for Johnny Depp. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, that makes sense. It that makes does. sense, but I don't think it would have worked. I, I feel like hmm, Johnny Depp just seems so sour now. I don't know. Like, he just doesn't seem like a good person. 
Is this because of the Amber Heard thing? Or no, just because general? he seems like some, like, just like this weird, creepy, rich old man. <laughs> a lot of celebrities are like that. <laughs> Have, okay. you seen... <laughs> um... Have you seen the commercial? Where's Johnny Depp playing the guitar? And then it cuts to Cologne. Like, what does that have to do yeah, with Johnny but... Depp and the guitar? <laughs> That's all, like, perfume commercials. Oh have you seen the thing? Oh. Okay, so Johnny Depp has a daughter named Lily Rose Depp, and she dated Timothy Chalamet for a bit. Timothy Chalamet has played, or is going to play, versions of roles that, like, Johnny Depp has played before. He played Edward Scissorhand in, like, a Super Bowl commercial, and he's playing, like, there's like a Willy Wonka movie coming out and Johnny Depp plays Willy Wonka and Timmy Chalamet is playing like young Wonka and it's like kind of weird. Like he, he keeps going, getting roles that his his ex-girlfriend's dad plays. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's just revenge. It's really funny. So you should do a segment about like celebrity just like gossip. dating. Yeah, oh, I could. I know a lot. We can do that. We can do that. Um, okay, so trivia might be up for grabs. Okay, yeah. Uh, another trivia. Uh, Frank is based off the late, which means dead, British comedian uh, Chris Seavey's iconic comedy character, Frank Sidebottom, which was like an actual, he wore a head that looked mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. yeah. So based on a real person. Yeah. Which, that mask really creeps me out. I don't, I, I don't like that he has blue eyes. I feel like blue eyes are like very aggressive, especially when they're that big. I like the mask. Yeah, mm-hmm. it reminds me of slapping from the like Arl Stein books. Mm-hmm. If there's something that creeps me out, it's the lips. Really? Yeah. yeah. I don't like the lips. Yeah. I don't like his hair. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. His hair just—it's very like Victorian boy. He reminds me of like a like a kid's cartoon character, but like not like, a good one. Innocent and. I was thinking of, like, the kids' cartoon characters that gave all the kids nightmares. Yeah. That one Barney episode. (laughs) Yeah, like, you like when you're a kid, and then you look back on it when you're older. Oh, no, I was thinking more it traumatized you as a kid, and you'll never watch that cartoon again. What kind of shows did you watch? No, I was never traumatized. My brother was traumatized by Coraline. He got night terrors from it. I love Coraline. I love Coraline, too. So I make fun of him. (laughs) What's the line that Frank comes up with about lips? Like, the mouth? It's like something but a wound. Like a like a mouth is like an unfortunate. Wound. I remember him talking about that. Yeah. I remember. Well, he's talking about like faces and how he doesn't like them. Yeah. Like eyes and and then he says something about lips and I thought that's it's like like something about like the unfortunate edges of a wound. It's like a gaping. Yeah. I thought that was just really interesting. Okay. Um, although the biggest chunk of the movie is set in Ireland, both of the both the two Irish actors in this movie are not Irish in the movie. Like Michael Fassbender and the the the, the one that's punchable. Donald Gleeson. That one. Yeah. They're both Irish, but in the movie, their characters are not. Which, that's kind of funny. Yeah. Would it be any different if Frank didn't have an American accent? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think his Americanness just like adds to. Yeah, Especially he's got. If he's in Europe and it's like the mystique of him, yeah, like feels like an outsider. Yeah, even more. There's um, there's a little bit of like a southern drawl kind of to, mm-hmm. to his accent too. Isn't he from Kentucky? Mm-hmm. He kind of reminds like specifically the one song that we're talking about, the Secure the Galactic Perimeter. He kind of reminds me of Elvis a bit. Okay. 
tiny bit. Yeah. Ooh, there's a motif that I that I think is maybe cheap, but I always like it. The um the person who speaks a different language but everybody understands. Oh him. Yeah. Yeah. He's just French. Yeah, but I, I liked it. Like he he spoke exclusively French the majority of the time, unless it was to John, mm-hmm. and like everybody understood him, was, and he yeah. understood everybody. Mm-hmm. I really like that character. He's yeah. like my favorite out of all of them. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's just different. <laughs> I wish there was more of like the drummer. John's a drummer. She. Nana. Uh, I thought Nana and Clara were the same person until about twenty same. minutes before the movie ended. Yep. Well, it seems like she. Yeah, (laughs) they look the same. She only has that one part where they're in the hotel room Mm -hmm. and they leave. Yeah. And she talks about like Frank not being well, but like I don't think she speaks other than. I don't know where she existed. Yeah. Yeah. Any other trivia? Yeah, one more. The scene in which Frank chases John while trying to hit him with a shovel and yelling it'll be worth it was improvised by Michael Fassbender. Uh, Frank was supposed to just be running around and not involving John. But he I like <laughs> I liked that scene. This is the actor telling about yeah. the actor. It'll be a good scene. It's worth it. <laughs> I'm impressed they made all the music. I thought they would have had a composer. Yeah, that was uh scoring it how many stars four okay it's a good movie is there something keeping it from being a five uh uh embarrassment humor is something that i really can't stand half the time it just makes me feel uncomfortable okay uh it's, I mean, it's a good movie. It's also just kind of out my genre. Okay. Um, what is your genre? I really don't know at this point. Oh, okay. I like a lot of sci-fi and fantasy. Sometimes I like horror, but I don't really get scared by movies. I know I don't like romance. Um, comedy isn't always my favorite. This one does, like, pass, though. For, for a comedy movie in me. Like I I did like it. I thought it was a good movie. Uh yeah. I think it's it's a solid movie. Okay. Sure. I'm gonna give it a three because I just genuinely dislike the main character so much. Like he just made me angry because he went in and tried to change what they were doing and it was like weird and awesome before. But that's intentional, right? Yeah. By the it filmmakers. just made me angry. Yeah. Okay. It was definitely supposed to be that way, because then they all get back together at the end, and it's the way it's supposed to be. But it just, it hurt me a little bit. Yeah. And they do try to give him a, a redemption arc a bit, where he, he tries to track Frank down. Like, I don't think he did much then. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't really show a lot. Yeah. Um... They could have extended that part of the movie, but I think that would have made it seem really We see him talking to his parents, so we see, like, one sentence to Frank, and then he's just like, I'm gonna go. Yeah, well, we see him stop off. Well, he drives around a little bit, right? And he's getting, like, Twitter yeah. uh, suggestions, I guess. Um, and he goes to that one farm. <clears throat> um, do you think the Twitter stuff really dates it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He posted on Tumblr. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder about using social media in films and 
and how that's going to date it later and whether it would be better for them to come up with like a unique social media platform that doesn't exist for the movie. I think it's like Oh yeah. I think it's a big issue, especially within like teen films, because like teen culture and like slang is changing so rapidly. So even with like eighth grade by the Bill Gordon that came out in like twenty nineteen, watching that it's it's really jarring to see like the social media culture there and like the phrases used because it's completely different now and it's only been two years. People don't say Gucci. No. No. No one says that anymore. Things that, get dated really quick. On I don't remember anybody actually really saying that. Ever. I people did. I okay. did unfortunately. Did you? That actually became <laughs> part of <laughs> everyone okay. around me. Okay. That became part of the movie because Elsie Fisher like just was like saying it around set, so they just included it in the movie. Okay. Um, pretty sure my seventh grade teacher like implemented the word Gucci into like her lessons. Yeah, and she like called something like. That's always so sad it, when teachers try to do that. I don't. I in my she gave us like all a number at the beginning of the year, and like based on like what our first like test mark was, like your number that like the entire Wait, did, year. Wait, did she like rank you? Well, like no, it's based on like whatever. Like I was like a seventy six. The entire year. Oh, I thought like within the class, like this is the number one student. <laughs> well, it, like all the girls got like really high marks at the beginning, and then they stayed like that for like the yeah. entire year. And I don't, I, I, I didn't mind getting a seventy-six. Like it's not like I'm actually failing, but it's not. I'm not really, in my opinion, doing the best I could be doing. At least now in high school, like I was seventy throughout my entire elementary school. And now I'm getting like 80s and 90s. Minus my, uh, minus this class. This class? Yeah. The podcast class? Oh, no. Okay. My English class. Oh. I got 76. I wouldn't take anything that comes from that teacher to heart. No, I really like that teacher, though. He's the worst. So, who do you have for English? Um. I was going to say something else. Oh, I was, uh, I don't know. This will probably not make any sense. We were talking about the kind of like media thing. And I was thinking about um, It Follows. Has anybody seen that? That's the, when like the thing follows. <laughs> the thing follows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It Follows yeah. is the, the movie where that, that thing follows, follows people. Yeah. Um, but you can't see it. It's like invisible. Mm -hmm. But there's um, there's the one character and she's got this like weird like shell case. Yeah. That she's always like kind of typing on it. it's like i don't know what that is it does not <laughs> exist in like our world but like in this world i, I don't know if she's like playing a game i don't know if she's typing messages yeah. I, I don't know Maybe what's going on the ghost like, like possible like in iCarly how they have instead of apple, the pair phones. Pair phones and stuff oh my god and then the tv shows within iCarly have banana phones yeah that was great that was it a great was joke and like in victorious the weekly slap is that a thing it would okay it not anymore, but it like Nickelodeon made a weekly slot at like website like for Victorious, and they would post like Victorious updates and stuff. And but it wasn't the thing previous, so they made up an entire. iCarly was also thing. a website. They yeah. would be iCarly themed. They made up an entire like thing, so they wouldn't be referencing a real life media. Yeah. Okay. I do think it's smart to do something like that instead yeah. of relying on stuff that that currently exists. Mm -hmm. uh, it always okay. seems cheesy when you do that. Well, and it works for maybe the year that it comes out, but yeah. then yeah. to go back and, and watch it later, it, it, it does date it in, I think, unnecessary ways. Mm -hmm. 
so a three? Okay. No, I'm giving it like a three and a half. Um, okay. I liked, I really like these types of movies that are like offbeat and like weird and like kind of like, what did I just watch? Um, That's the whole reason for the group. And I, I liked the like, the visuals of it. I thought it was, that was fun. It was like, just like slightly stylized to the point where it's like, cool. Um, but like, I am kind of confused by it. And like, so three and a half. Okay. Do you want to talk about what you're confused about? Just in general, it. Okay, just in it. it. Okay. Yeah. Also a three and a half. I just, I like it, but it's like so weird and it's not a usual movie I'd watch. So. I would never choose it, but I do, I did enjoy it. I think I'm somewhere between a three and a half and a four. Um, I think I'd probably come down closer to the three and a half. Uh, I, I like that it focuses on mental health. I think it's something that we need to continue to explore and destigmatize. Um, and I, I feel like maybe it skirts some of the issues a little bit. And it, but if they got more in depth, I think that the the nature of the movie would change. Um, I love the music. I think Michael Fassbender's performance is pretty fantastic. I would like something more stylized though. Like it doesn't look like a filmmaker made it. Like it just looks like they gave somebody a camera and it was just filmed and, and there's nothing, I don't think, special. yeah, there, but, but there's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with it, but there's also, yeah, nothing special. There are no real, yeah, that, that makes me go like, oh, wow, that scene was shot really well. Yeah. And maybe that's so we can focus on the performances, but other than Frank, I guess, I don't know. Michael Fassbender, I think, is really good. Maggie Gyllenhaal, I, I think, is good, too. But it, it other than Fassbender, I don't think it's a performance piece, really. With the mental health aspect, I like that it wasn't, like, the typical, like, mental health, like, breakdowns or, like, struggles. Because, like, Frank's experience was, like, way different than, like, any other portrayal. And I thought that was cool. Because I think Frank's was, like, like a realistic depiction of it, in a way. So, yeah. Well, yeah, I think that they they show a breakdown, but the breakdown is so specific for mm-hmm. him that it seems like at once, unlike anybody else's experience, but at the same time, then it could be like anybody's experience. Mm-hmm. I think when people try to represent like things like mental health, they'll go too general to make it relatable, but then it's not relatable because mm-hmm. it is too general. So when they do specify on like certain moments, it's like better. Yeah, well, and I think that like even like the the mask that he puts on, I think it makes us able to put ourselves in in his position too. That like that could be me. Like I could be wearing like this big giant head, and sometimes I feel like I am. Like sometimes I feel like I have this big giant fake face on my body, and people don't see me. So I think that that works in a in a pretty poignant sort of way. I give it a four. Okay. It's a four. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, I'll do three and a half because I didn't like, I didn't enjoy the main character. I didn't enjoy, like, at first I was like, okay, he's up, he's trying to get into the uh, music industry, but then it like, went downhill. He tried fiddling with everything, kind of ruining it a bit. And it's frustrating. Yeah. 3.7. Okay. Very. Just 3.7? Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. So, well, uh, the main character is, eh, he, what was everyone saying? He's trying to change everything, even though they're kind of successful? Is that, I'm, I don't think they're successful. No. Okay. Well, there's like a band just starting out, I guess. At least. In... Well, they've gone through a few keyboardists. Yeah. So I guess a band that's trying to get excited. Uh, a band. And then this new guy comes around trying to like implement his own things into it, even though he just got there. Originally, a 3.5, but the. Frank is comedy. It was really funny. I really enjoyed it. Just the comedy from Frank. Ooh, um, I when he when John goes to visit the parents, and the dad mentions that he made him his first mask. I kind of do, and I kind of don't want to see a progression of the masks. I like to kind of and and so i'm kind of happy that we don't see it but i'm also very very curious to see what that first mask yeah. was like and then the the other masks well, that might have been out there because we we see that he has two masks yeah, but they're the same is. right i feel like over time they got bigger and bigger yeah he made it for him when he was in high school right did you say like for yeah. nine or ten or something he said yeah. sometime around because he was going to a costume party that yeah that was his excuse yeah so I thought that, I thought that would be interesting. But at the same time, if I, if they showed me, I'm not sure that I, I would have liked that either. Because I like the mystery. Okay. Uh, anything else? Ooh, what about Sarah? Oh, she really liked it. She, I think she said that this was like the favorite movie that we've watched so far, so far. this year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, do you know why? I do not, but knowing okay. her, I think it's probably just because it's like comedic and like she probably likes the style, of, like the style of it, like the offbeatness. Okay. Cameron did not send me the review. <laughs> okay. Uh, Cameron, if you're listening to this, <sighs> how dare you? <laughs> okay, I'm not sure what we're gonna watch next week. I feel like it's a comedy, but like less depressing. A less depressing comedy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A more upbeat boring. comedy. Yeah, comedy without depression is just boring. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I have kind of pulled out uh, Hot Fuzz as something that we could watch. Um, that does fit into the, the comedy kind of What's it about? area. It's about the fuzz. It's a great movie. It's oh, it's amazing. Well, if you guys have already seen it, then you don't need to watch it. But it's that kind of movie that you can watch every four years. We get to like, go in happy. depth to it. On a podcast, that's pretty sick. That's why. That's why we're here. Yeah, Hot Fuzz is very well crafted. It is actually. Yeah, they're just a good duo, the two. Okay, is this turning into the Hot Fuzz podcast? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I think a bunch of the other stuff that I've pulled are all really depressing, like the Squid and the Whale, or Birdman. Bird so stay away from depressing, maybe. Yeah. For now. For is it now. too cold and too yeah. not enough yeah. daylight? It's too realistic. <laughs> <laughs> we need it in the summer when there's like sunshine. Yeah. Yes. So we should not watch I'm Thinking of Ending Things? Is that the one that's like really weird and no one understands? Yes. Ooh, I, I want to see it. <laughs> um, Did you understand it? I think so. Are you sure? It's 
No, not at all. <laughs> but I think I, I think I, I get it. It, but it's it's very cold. I like the poster, like her in front of that big like, wall, and she's just like sitting there. Mm, I don't know if I've seen that. I saw one that I think is a, a car windshield. Oh, I've seen that one too. Yeah, I think that's what I'm familiar. Um, it's really neat. Ooh, Parasite, I think, is on Netflix. It's on Netflix, yeah. Um, I'd like to get a cop. I'd love to watch that. Um, okay, I don't know. I'll figure something out. And uh, what was that like ghost one that uh, you watched? I want to watch that one just because. Oh, Prisoners of the Ghost Land. Yeah, it sounds so interesting sounds and bad at the same so time. <laughs> it really it's, does. It's the most confusing Nicholas Cage ever. Oh, um, what about The Hunt for the Wilder People? Oh, that is, it sounds intriguing. It's Taika Waititi, who was in Free Guy. He was the uh, the guy that owned the computer company. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, I love it. I do too. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did have we watched what we do in the shadows? Oh, can we please watch that? Please, please. can we please? Oh, no, no, I'm not. Okay. The way you yes, we can maybe. But so, Taika Waititi is like, is really really neat. What we do in the shadows is really fun. <laughs> I don't have a copy of it, um, but I think I do have. Um, I would order a copy. Hunt for the Wilder People. Just to watch. Just it. to watch. Yeah, it. Hunt for the Wilder People would be like a good. I think. Just to get instead of podcast dedicated to it. Comedy, kinda. It is a little sad though. Okay. Fun and just being happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gosh, I really wish that I was sad right now, so I could relate to all these teenagers. Um. Okay. Uh. So if anybody listened to this, if you're one of the two people that follow us, uh, thank you. Um. I have a question for you. Okay. Uh, what ice cream should I have the wasabi with? There's... So you're mixing wasabi you with an ice cream? Yeah. There's like there's green tea, there's vanilla, coconut. Ice cream there's there's red bean. Could, I'm a red bean fan. I do like red bean. Oh, okay, because okay. So I'm sorry. I was when you had mentioned what you were going to do, I thought you were actually making ice cream. No. And then I remember that you said you were going for sushi. Yeah. Okay. Um I wouldn't go coconut. No. Okay. Which one's your least favorite? I think this might be gross, but I wonder if mango. I would try. Okay, I mean, I try anything. Like Mexican like spice, like tahini or something. That's like a chili powder, lime, and something else. And if you put on mangoes, it's really good for like the spice mm-hmm. and the sweetness. Actually, so you should try that. I guess okay. we're going mango. Um, I like red bean, but I don't know if it would go well with wasabi. No, I don't think so. And the green tea. I don't know. It's it's fairly light in flavor, right? Mm-hmm. So it. I'd probably just go vanilla. But I, yeah. I think oh, the mango might be. Truly taste the. Wasabi. I could. I could try multiple. Well, you can. You can, get, you can get multiple scoops. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can get you... a scoop of vanilla, a scoop of green tea, and a scoop of mango. And... Do you get the deep fried milk? Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's so a little good. bit. It's like better funnel cake. I like it. It's, it's like deep fried, like um, custard. I like creme brulees. I don't know why I did this. <laughs> Apparently, this is the hand gesture for custard. Um, I love the, um, oh, <laughs> I just realized we're going to, to wind, right? On a Thursday, I'm pretty sure they have the deep fried ice cream. Okay. I'm going to eat that. Yay. <laughs> Wait, what's wind? Wind is, is an all-you-can-eat uh, sushi and Thai place where you just they sit you at a table and they give you a an ipad and it's just got 
all of the stuff you can order and you order as much as you want and they just bring it to you. They have a little robot that brings you to your table. Yeah, there's a, there's a little robot now. It's great. I have not seen the robot. I thought you guys were talking about like a carnival. No. Carnival. You can get deep fried ice cream at a carnival. Um, the deep fried ice cream, specifically at Wind, I think they like marble the batter with chocolate. Oh. And I think it's so good. Okay. Still recording. Yeah, we're so yeah, good. Um, good do you want do you want to ask Wind if they would like to be a sponsor for the podcast? Yeah. Absolutely. If we could like get go like, a podcast thing. If we yeah. could have podcasts podcast and then like a sushi dinner because we're sponsored yeah, by Wind, that would be I agree. Okay, you make it happen. Okay. Okay. I will ask while we're at Wind. If, oh, just the waiter. If, yeah, just just a random waiter, the first one that comes up to us. Hey, can you can you sponsor our podcast? By sponsor, like normally sponsors like money, like give me like a free meal. Or something. Yeah, we just want the we just want food. That's that's what I Considering it's wind, a a free meal is is good pay. I would agree. Well, how much is it to like? It's, a, is it's it pretty expensive? Thirty bucks, I think. Thirty. Is it more? Yeah, yeah like it's more. Around. Forty, fifty dollars to dine in. Okay. Uh, if you're getting takeout, which is okay, but like you're not getting, eat, and yeah. that's just disappointing. It it costs about like hundred twenty dollars to feed a family of three or four. Family of six. It's worth it. It's really. Good it, it's worth it. It's good sushi, and I think it's better if you go there. Yeah, it's definitely better if you go there. Get get as much food as you want. And they do have some good cooked stuff. I like the short ribs. I like the uh, chicken skewers. Huh? And I like the pad CU. What's that? It's uh it's like a, you know the flat long noodles? Uh-huh. It's like that stir fried. It's kinda sweet. They got eggs in it and broccoli and eggs. Egg. You should start a food podcast. I I am hungry now. I would go. The I want food. <laughs> Where you just eat weird food? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure. Sour cream and bananas. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, maybe when we don't have COVID restrictions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Please. Okay. Um, that's it. I guess for today. Uh, Q and report to us about uh, Dune and about our new sponsorship. All right. Okay. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>